Hello and welcome to Tea Fairy Storytime Podcast. Today we are moving on to book two of the Molly and Grania series. The name of the book is Cowboy Tales. The name of the author is Gail Nodestein and she inscribes in this book, Wolfhounds Are a Girl's Best Friend by Gail Nodestein. This is a legacy press production of the book. It is dedicated it says, as always, I would like to dedicate this book to my heart hound, the beautiful Grania Newalia. You left us too early, sweetheart. My hope is that in the pages of this book and the many more to come, I will give you the life you should have led. I love you and I miss you. The real Grania. And it's got a beautiful picture of Grania. This book is a work of fiction. And I have been given the okay by the author Gail Nodestein to read the book here on the podcast it is a like I said a legacy press um, production you can contact legacy press at bgd.legacypress at gmail.com this was this book was copyrighted and published in 2021 by Gail Nodestein and BGD legacy press a little bit about the author and where you can find this book before we move into reading it. Um, well, first of all, a little bit about the book. 12-year-old Molly O'Hare lives a different lifestyle than the average child. She lives in a bus with her parents and a seven-foot-long Irish wolfhound service dog named Veranya. Molly's parents are travel writers, and the family is on a long expedition to discover the best vacation spots to write about for the magazine her parents work for. They are just starting out on their adventure and things don't always go the way that they are planned. In this book, book two of the series, Molly and her family explore her home state of Texas, visiting some of the most famous spots and events such as the Alamo, uh, the Texas Renaissance Festival, and the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo with Merriment and a Mystery. This witty, smart story takes you on an adventure that will make you laugh and sometimes cry. And you can find Cowboy Tales, which is book two of the Molly and Grania series by Gail Nodestein. Uh, Nodestein is spelled N-O-T-E-S-T-I-N-E. Grania, by the way, is spelled G-R-A-I-N-N-E. You can find this book on Barnes and Noble in paperback format for $8.99 on Amazon. Uh, You can find it in hardcover as well as paperback and ebook. The hardcover is $16.83. The paperback is $8.99. And the ebook is, for the time being, free. So I would take that opportunity to order it on ebook or if you send away uh, and to, if you email or contact Gail, uh, via Facebook, you can actually get the books signed by the author and you can buy the whole set in one lump purchase, maybe even getting a discount. I don't really know. Um, email for Gail Notestein is gail, G-A-I-L dot Notestein, N-O-T-E-S-T-I-N-E dot author, A-U-T-H-O-R at gmail.com. Her webpage is www.gailnodesteenauthor.com. If you join the newsletter, you get a free mini book PDF called Eyes Grania. 
her Amazon author page, um, well, I mean, if you look up Amazon author Gail Notestine, you'll find her Amazon author page. She has a Facebook author group, um, a Facebook series page called Adventures of Molly and Grania, and Grania is spelled G-R-A-I-N-N-E. And Molly and Grania merchandise can be found at the Society6 store, uh, which is www.society6, the number six, not spelled out, just the, the numeral numeral six dot com slash molly and grania and then there's a whole series of products there that have the artwork of vivian mainville on them vivian mainville is the cover artist that created the images of molly and grania and they are all produced on um merchandise on that society six store page as well you can find vivian mainville on facebook the ISBN number for this book is 163944-7830. And at the end of this broadcast, I will tell you more about Tea Fairy Storytime podcast, as well as the Tea Fairy and Friends Storytimes and Adventures television show and social media platforms. But for now, let's get down to business, shall we? We're going to read Chapter 1 of Cowboy Tales by Gail Noticing. My name is Molly O'Hare. I live in a bus. I don't go to school, and I have a dog the size of a small pony. I am a happy child. Oh, did I mention that my dog talks? How can a dog talk, you might ask? You're about to find out. My parents are travel writers who have a three-year assignment to write about vacation destinations. Their magazine paid for a bus RV for us to live in, and we left our home in cut-and-throat Texas, cut-and-shoot Texas, <laughs> to travel the world, or at least the world you can reach by RV. So, so far our family adventure had gotten off to a rocky start. Just as we were leaving our former home, a bay door opened. It spilled boxes filled with tools and some pots and pans that didn't fit in the bus kitchen all over the highway. The bay in the space under the floor at the bus's bottom where you'd normally store luggage in a regular bus. That's what the bay is on a bus. We had to stop in the middle of the highway and my father and mother dodged traffic to pick up what they could. It was dangerous and embarrassing. They had to dodge traffic on a major highway. Grania sat with me looking out the window waiting for my parents to die. Day's gonna get splatted. I gave her a dirty look. I'm upset enough without you making me more nervous. Just stop already. I is telling you, day is gonna die out there. I put my arms around her and hoped that she was wrong. I closed my eyes and prayed that they would be safe. After mom and dad put back what they could pick up in the storage bays, my parents got back in the bus and we were on our way again. As the bus rolled forward, we heard another terrible noise. It was as if somebody was dragging a metal sheet along the road. My father stopped the bus again and got out to see what was wrong this time. A pot, one that they had missed when picking up the others, had lodged itself underneath the jeep that we were towing. My dad went around to the shoulder side of the road, got out the jack, and jacked the jeep up a little to get the pot out from under the car. At least that wasn't as dangerous as running down a crowded highway trying to rescue pots and pans from being squashed. My father put the jack away and got back in the bus. He grumbled as he washed his hands and sat down to put the bus in gear and start rolling down the road again. I'd lost count of how many starts we'd made that day. 
Once the danger of being run over had passed and my father stopped mumbling under his breath, my parents saw the humor in the situation and laughed. I didn't think it was funny. My heart was in my throat, watching them out in the road, trying to dodge cars and picking up pots and tools that were rolling in every direction. Plus, there had been the added danger of the cars and trucks swerving to avoid hitting the debris. I don't see what you're laughing at. You could have left me an orphan. What would I do? I'm a 12-year-old girl, alone in a bus with a gigantic dog. Who would take me? It really irritated me. The more I scolded them, the harder my parents laughed. Sometimes my parents could be so childish. Gee, Molly, weren't you at all worried about what would happen to us? Were you just worried about how you would live if we died? My father was grinning at my mom. She knew I worried about them. He just liked to tease me. Dad, I worried about both of you. But you've got to admit that running out onto a highway isn't exactly the brightest thing in the world to do. I agree with you, Molly. We didn't think before going out there. Sometimes adults do things. Don't think things through either. It's nice that you were worried, but we will try not to make you worry about us again, okay? I hugged my mom and tears filled my eyes. It was just it just hit me how close I came to maybe losing my parents. My mother saw my tears and hugged me harder. It's okay, Molly. It's over, and your dad and I are fine. Try to relax. You don't want to bring on a headache. I had to be very careful not to get upset or anxious. I had fallen out of a tree a few months ago, and it hit my head on a branch. This had caused what they call a TBI, or a traumatic brain injury. It wasn't a terrible one, but we had had to have Grania certified as a service dog to make sure she was with me at all times. My dog could sense a headache coming on before it hurt. Once she warned me, I could take the medication that my doctor had prescribed and relax for a while. So far, Grania had been right every time a headache was brewing. With her warnings, I'd been able to take the pills and lie down for a few minutes to let the medicine work. Because of her, I hadn't had a nasty headache in a while. I hoped I could continue to get better. The doctor said that I'd have to be careful for about six months. I couldn't wait until I could go back to normal. It wasn't fun to be careful all the time. I hugged my mother hard and let go. Grania was lying on the couch that doubled as my bed with her nose pressed against the window. She loved watching the world go by as we traveled. Our bus was very comfortable and everything you could want in a home in a miniature. We each had our own area, even Grania. Since we still had a few hours to travel before reaching San Antonio, I lay down next to Grania and cuddled. She was a great cuddler. San Antonio was the first stop on our three-year trip. We were going to be traveling all over the United States and maybe even into Central and South America. We wouldn't know where or when until an assignment came through. For the next three years, we would roll around like tumbleweeds. We were starting out in San Antonio because it was still close to where we had started from, and if anything went wrong, we knew people to call. Also, my parents had gotten an assignment to write about things to do with children and pets in the San Antonio area. We were going to stay at a dude ranch, an RV park outside of the city. That would be our home base while we saw the attractions. While we were there, we were going to take Grania back to see Mrs. Williams. She was the breeder that had trusted us to take in the poor baby after she rescued her. Grania had been a badly abused puppy. 
I must have fallen asleep with my arms around Garani. The next thing I knew, she had rolled over and was facing me, blowing dog breath in my face. I loved her, but her breath wasn't exactly minty fresh. Hi, sweetie. Could you not breathe in my face? I love you, but waking up to your face in mine is not the way I want to wake up. But I loves you, Molly. Oh, I remember. I mentioned that Grania and I could talk to each other. I could speak to her either out loud or silently, and she could hear and understand me. I could hear her in my head and understand her. This had started right after I fell out of the tree. At first, I thought I was going crazy. Then I realized that I really could talk with her. It was weird. I hadn't told anybody about our conversations. I was afraid that they would have me put away as crazy. Understanding what Granya was thinking came in handy when we were working on her getting her canine good citizen certificate and certified as a service dog. Training was so much easier because I could understand what she was thinking and feeling. Because she could understand me, she learned so much more quickly. She came to understand that behavior was what what behavior that behaving was what was going to get her to go everywhere with me. Sorry about that. Now she could go anywhere that I went. She had her service dog vest and knew that when she had that on, she was working. She took that pretty seriously unless there was food. When there was food, she still couldn't decide whether she was going to be a serious service dog or a beggar. We were working on that. I untangled myself from Grania and sat up. We were in San Antonio on the loop heading north. Oh, good. The RV park wasn't that far from the breeder's house. I couldn't wait to show Mrs. Williams what Grania had learned. I was very proud of my dog. And that, my friends, is the end of chapter one of Cowboy Tales from the Molly and Grania uh, Adventures, book two by Gail Notestein. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm having throat issues today. Um, let's see, before I let you go, just to let you know a little bit more about Tea Fairy Storytime podcast, you can find this podcast on anchor.fm slash Tea Fairy Storytime. And if you go to that site, there are two buttons there. One is a place where you can leave me a voice message and the other is where you can become a supporter. And what that means is that you can make a donation one time or on a monthly basis, anything from 99 cents up to show your support for this podcast as well as the other social media platforms that I use. This podcast can be found on anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker Audio, and Amazon Music. You can email me at tfairystorytime at gmail.com. That's T-E-A-F-A-I-R-Y-S-T-O-R-Y t-i-m-e at gmail.com if you are a new author that is looking to have your books either on the podcast or on the television show or social media pages you can contact me most easily by the email or on facebook the new television show that i've been doing since september is called tea fairy and friends storytime adventures It is being filmed on Greenbelt Access Television here in Greenbelt, Maryland. And um, the channel is also known as GATE, capital G, capital A, capital T, lowercase e. 
the Comcast channel is 77 and Fios is 19. That's here in Greenbelt. You can also find it on their website, greenbeltaccesstv.org. You can find it on their YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash C slash C, or I'm sorry, <laughs> youtube.com slash C slash Greenbelt Access Television on their Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Greenbelt Access TV. You can find T-Ferry social media platforms. Um, the, the platforms that I use are Facebook, T-Ferry and Friends, Storytimes and Adventures. There is a Facebook page and a Facebook group. There is also a YouTube list, which is also by the same name, T-Ferry and Friends, Storytime and Adventures. You can find me on Instagram at T-Fairy Storytime. My Redbubble store is um, where I carry my artwork that I do. I do photography and graphic arts, and I have them printed on a variety of um, things from stickers and magnets to mugs and clothing items and larger household items. Um, but the name on the Redbubble store is Tea Fairy Nordberg Art. You can also find Tea Fairy Art on Facebook, and I am more than happy to take any print that you see on there and put it on something that you would like um, and have it mailed off to you. The other television show I am blessed to be a cast member of is the Zoom Room Show. It can be found on Greenbelt Access Television as well. Remember, that's greenbeltaccesstv.net and all of its social media platforms, um, such as YouTube channel, which is Zoomaroom, lowercase Z-O-O-M, capital A, lowercase R-O-O-M. They have a Zoomaroom Facebook page called Zoomaroom Crew, and on the Port Discovery website, www.portdiscovery.org slash Zoomaroom dash videos dash Kids. And that is that. We are hoping soon that both shows, uh, Tea Fairy and, Fre and Friends Storytime Adventures, as well as Zoom Room, will be on Access Humboldt out in Humboldt County, California. But that is still a work in progress. All right, my folks, my friends, my little people, elves, gnomes, and all of those, I hope that you have a lovely day. Join me again tomorrow for chapter two of Cowboy Tales from Molly and Grania's series, book two by Gail Nodestein. Thank you for joining me today, and I love reading with you guys and having the opportunity to share new writers' work um, and children's literature with you. Be well, be safe, be smart. Read a book. Bye.